My biggest fear would be when the first comes and I don't get the rent. I found that my tenant had dumped concrete down my toilet. Can you believe Fair Housing fined me $5,000 for that? How do you onboard your tenants? What do you do? I don't even know if I do it right. If you're a landlord, don't just rent, rent perfect. The Rent Perfect Podcast with property expert and private investigator, David Pickron. Well, welcome to the Rent Perfect Podcast. I'm your host, but I'm not David Pickron. <laughs> I got I'm him David here Pickron. <laughs> but I'm in the wrong seat, Heather. I'm over here on the passenger side yeah. today. So I'm Heather Johnson. I'm here as your host today because I've got some important questions for the expert over here. Awesome. David has a lot of good intel. If you've been subscribing to the Rent Pop Perfect Podcast, then you already know. And if you're not a subscriber, you should be. Hey, push the button right there on the screen. Become a, pod, become a subscriber because when I was a brand new landlord, um, and even today, there, there's so much changing in the environment. It's just nice to get these little short, you know, we don't go real long here, you know, 10, 15 minutes, but we're bringing in great pieces of information that can help landlords across the United States. Yeah, I've been watching them like crazy because I am finally taking the leap. I'm going to be a landlord. Hey, I, you've been talking a long time. I've been talking a long time. I help landlords every day with our system, with the rental right. process, screening. Uh, and now I got to walk the walk. You got to walk after the all walk. My I'm so proud of you. So tell us about your so, deal. How, how, do you, how are you now going to become a landlord? So last year you were encouraging me. You, you know, let me know, hey, now's a good time. Let's get you yeah. buying a new house. And the plan is to rent our current house, which I think is a common thing to do. It's a good strategy. Uh, so we're building a home. Okay. And now uh, it's getting pretty close. So right. we need to get ready to get this. So, so just to recap, you get married, you, you buy a home, you live in it, and you work here at Rent Perfect. We keep saying, hey, we need to do what we're preaching. We need to get you as a landlord, yeah, right? I've known, I've known I want to be an and, investor. And I want to start investing, get right. some rental properties. But it's scary. It is a little scary. Yeah, it's scary. And so now you've decided that, hey, I'm going to go buy a new home that's being built and it kind of gives you a little bit of time to make that transition. Yeah, it's a good transition time. You know, you got to wait, and it's more time to plan. I'm a planner. Right. I'm an analyzer. So I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And you've been encouraging me, and, and I'm finally taking the leap. Well, Heather, you've, we've worked together for a long time. We've, mm-hmm. we've, we've had really something really cool here. And I know your personality works so well here at the office because you're always thinking about what could go wrong, and how can we make sure and people have a great experience. So you're always the one that's going, okay, we need to make sure. Let's not launch something too quick. Let's not, right? I imagine that that personality in buying a home could be a little nerve-wracking because you, with your personality, you might find yourself talking yourself out of becoming a landlord. Is yeah, I think true? I think I'd done that for a long time, and my uh-huh. husband was ready to buy another one, and uh-huh. I I'm just kind of nervous. Oh, and so with his powers and your powers, I think both of you making me realize that this is a good idea. I'm uh-huh. ready for it. We can handle it. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, being landlord can be scary, and I mean, even our new mortgage company is like, oh. Are you sure you want to rent a property? Right. I've heard some horror stories, and so many, I've heard the horror stories. Right. And uh, so, well, think of right now in our current environment. There's an eviction moratorium, right? Someone fills out a piece of paper, claims they're affected by COVID, and you can't not evict them, or you can't evict them. So um, they're a victim, but you can't evict them, right? <laughs> so, anyways, um, you know, and so 
think about the outside world says, oh, man, landlords can't evict their tenant. I would never be a landlord. We got landlords saying, I shouldn't be a landlord. Yeah, they're like, what's going on? It's a crazy environment. And for you to jump in right now, it's bold. And I love it. It's bold. So let's talk about your transaction today or kind of where you're going. I imagine when you signed on your new home and they told you, oh, it's going to take six, nine months to build, you're probably like, okay, I have time. But it's coming up soon now. So, but I'm in a great spot. I have all the rent perfect tools. I have a lot of knowledge. Now I need to put it to the test. And I have you. So I know I can ask you these questions. I've been meaning to ask ask you some important questions and so that's why I brought you here today. Well, I love to give advice because I can give it and then I don't ever have to live up to it. <laughs> right? I've I, been doing that over the phone. Right. So now So there's one thing to give advice and then there's another to do it. So Heather, you have so much information that I don't have that you're actually going to be the one that makes the ultimate decision cuz you have to live with it. I don't So what I tell you today, take in there. If you like some of it, great. If you don't like some of it, you know, I don't know everything. Um, But I'm just going to give you some maybe what I would do. And then if it feels right for you, go do that. Okay, great. And I'm sure we have some viewers, some listeners that are also in the same boat as me. So I think this will be a great episode. So Perfect. So let's get to some questions. What do you think? Okay, well, you know, we got to get our house rental ready. So what do we need to do to get it? I mean, I know you want the property to be in good condition when someone moves in. I know that. Well, if if you give it to them in good condition, you're letting them know your expectations on how they're supposed to take care of it. If you give it to them in a bad condition, they're going to think, hey, I don't care, you don't care, and they're going to treat it like that. Right. right. That makes sense. So there needs to be some pride of rentership in a way. Right. So when I give my properties, I make sure they're completely clean, ready to go, because I expect them back that same way. Right. Right. And, and you want them to love the house. So I guess the question is, and I'm going to give a specific example, our master bathroom. Okay. Uh, one of the things I'm ex- so excited about with our new house is the master bathroom is amazing. I love it. I'm it's, so excited. It's one of the best rooms in a house. Right. It is. So our master bathroom, though, it's a little dated. It's a little old, particularly the, the tub and shower. Right. Some of the finishes coming off, things like that. So, I mean, what's worth spending? What can I do to get the master bathroom and, you know, similar rooms right. like that? What do I want to spend? What's worth it? What can I do? So let me start out by saying I'm rehabbing a house with my son right now in Wilcox. And this is a 1940 house, and it kind of doesn't flow, and it kind of had additions put on it. And we really have to to do our best to make it functional, right. the, the way the layout is. And with my son and I's expectations of granite countertops and what we're used to, um, we're thinking no one's going to love this. But the reality is we had a couple people come in, and they're like, for this small town in Arizona, this is a palace. This is this is so much better than we've ever had. Right, depends on your perspective. Right, so don't don't think that you need to make your rental look like the new home that you just went to the upgrade center and upgraded. It doesn't need to be like that, but it needs to be clean, and it needs to be functionable. Right, so tell me, tell me exactly what bothers you in your master bathroom okay well it is you know the counters are a bit older but i think we can shine those up and and they can be okay so they're the white marble maybe that came out in the just kind of the basic we might need to redo some of the trim in there a little bit like along the cabinets it's kind of 
getting okay. old and a little is, peely. Is anything, okay, so is there some peeling or there's something that says uh, it's about time? Right. Now, is that a whole new cabinet redo then or? I think the cabinets are good. Okay. Some of the, the trim has come off along the edge, like a, okay. I don't even know what it's called. So uh, there are some great companies out there that will paint and restore those cabinets to brand new, you know, and they'll cover them with a coat of maybe white paint. A lot of people right now, the style mm-hmm. is white. And yeah, so, so I don't necessarily need to replace the cabinets. Right. I can get someone to refinish them and save money that way. Absolutely. And there's always an option to refinish. I would always go to the option to refinish before I replace, especially in a rental, because replacing sometimes costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And what I find about with a shower or tub. Yeah, the shower and tub too. Kind of the finish is coming off of that tub. Right. And, you know, in just one big spot. So I'm like, do we need to replace the tub? Right. So if you take that shower or tub out, you might find you have other problems back behind there. A lot of times there's mold because you're in a moisture environment in the bathroom, mm-hmm. in the shower, steam. What You know, sometimes if it looks okay and there's just a few things to do, you might want to just put a coating over the surface and a refinish to make it look good. I do that a lot in a lot of my properties. And, and it looks brand new. Now, that coating, it won't last like a brand new tub will. It'll probably last you two, three, four years before you have to do it again. Mm-hmm. But it is, um, it works in certain situations. And so I would look at a recoding on that, maybe a re Is that something that we can do or we need to hire someone? You probably want to get it. it yeah, it a guy right. will come in almost like in a painter suit and he'll kind of paint your, um, uh, your tub or your shower mm-hmm. and it'll look brand new. Um, so I, I would get that because, you know, we even talk about you, you love in your new house, your master bathroom, right? Picture this. You go into a restaurant. It's the first time you've ever been in there. You sit down. The waiter sits you down, gives you your menu. You say, hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to go wash my hands. And you walk into the bathroom, and it's disgusting. Yeah. You've been there, right? Oh, yeah. I think we've all been there. It's kind of like we I, look. What comes to mind is Vegas bathrooms. Don't you always want to go in the bathrooms and check out yeah. how it is? And if you're like, oh, that kind of helps you judge the place a exactly. little bit. Exactly. And so I'll come out of a bathroom, and that'll set my tone for the whole meal. Like if I went into a really cool bathroom, um, like I'm thinking of like Shula's here, like the steakhouse. You go in there, and it's it's got travers. I mean, little light music's playing, and they got a, a nice smell. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're like, wow, this is a nice bathroom. I'm going to have a really nice meal, right? Or you walk into another place that might be this little dive, and even if their food's good, you're still going, yeah, maybe I'll get this takeout next time. There's something about our mental that that we make these judgments, and so bathrooms are are pretty emotional for people. So well, I yeah, would I make want sure them to like the bathroom. I mean, yeah. maybe it's not their dream bathroom, but that's okay. But I mean, I want them to feel good when they go in there. I want them to like the house so that they right. want to renew their lease and stay and be good tenants. If you think about a bedroom, it's four walls. And and really your main decision you're going to make is what wall is my bed going to go on before I kind of, right? So most bedrooms are kind of like four walls. It's the kitchen and bathroom that people really get, you know, uh, emotionally involved in, you know. So that bathroom with a, a, a you know, for 300 bucks, you probably could recoat that shower and that bath and make that look totally brand new. And, uh, and so I'd that recommend that. That is some good that. news. And then, and then the, the, the counters and the trim, and I haven't seen it, but two, three hundred bucks, probably paint that counter, put some new trim on it, and you'd have a really nice master bath. 
Good to know. That's some good news. I mean, we were hoping we didn't need to spend, you know, thousands of dollars remodeling this to get it rental ready. Um, besides that, you know, we know we're, we're going to clean real good. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a cute little house. We're excited to rent it. I think we can get some people excited about living there. How are your blinds? It seems like blinds really make I had home. asked you about those before. Okay. Um, and we do need to replace the blinds. Okay. So I put some two-inch faux wood blinds on the windows. Um you know, some about, you know, some people put those really cheap uh, blinds in there that are the metal ones that kink up and they just, yeah, I hate they those. just don't <laughs> look really good. I'm not a fan of those. But you don't need to go a full blown plantain shutter. They're going to get broken by okay. your renters anyway. So just a nice, good solid, go to Home Depot. They'll cut them for you. They'll measure for them. And you can even install them yourself. They're super simple. Okay, one last question I had about getting rental ready. Um, What do you recommend for landscaping? Is that something you trust to tenants, or should we keep our landscapers coming and kind of roll that into the rent? Well, it it all depends. Tell me about your landscaping. Well, we got some trees that we've put in that we love. They need to be watered. We have lots of bushes. Okay, and you have an automatic watering system? We do. We have the water going. It's on on a system right now, so it automatically waters. You do need to check it, though, occasionally make sure. So, um, And then we have grass, front and backyard. So So I would recommend that, that in your lease, your tenant is responsible for everything. And then what you might want to do is, based on who you're renting to, you might want to just go in and do a property inspection for the first 30 days and 60 days and just see how good they are. Some mm-hmm. people like to tool out in the yard. It's, it's relaxing for them, and, and some people will completely and totally let it go. And so I, I think I would, if I yeah, had those concerns, fear. I would call mm-hmm. that out at the very beginning before we sign the lease, right? How You know, you are responsible for the yard. There is grass. Do you have a lawnmower? Do you have an, yeah, and I would, I would lay that out, anything you're concerned with. Because remember, if we talk about it before you move in, it's a lot easier mm-hmm. than if I'm talking to you about it when the weeds are three foot high and now you feel bad because you didn't keep up on it. So have that conversation prior and give them your expectations. So when you say talk about, like, if they, if they're like, yeah, I don't mind, we'll work in the yard, no problem, right. and then kind of see how it goes. Right. I would just say, you know, in our lease that the yard is your responsibility. You need to cut the grass. Yeah, I mean, if they're, right. they got to take have an care HOA? of that stuff, I do. Yeah. We if do. I get HOA letters, you know, you're going to pay the fines on the HOA letters. And then I usually, when I have a new, you know, what we call business relationship with, with a tenant, I usually will kind of keep close to it for the next couple months and just kind of make sure, drive mm-hmm. by and... And then I get a point of, okay, they, they've got it. I, I, I can relax a little bit now and let them take that. So, you know, it'd be like the same with a pool. I've never had luck with pool. I don't buy rentals with pools now because I have to yeah, constantly. Yeah, I'm a little relieved we don't have a pool. Yeah, I didn't want to deal with that. Constantly send people over to do the pool, and then I add that into the rent. I control the, the cleaning of the pool. So you always have that option if you feel like they can't take care of the, the landscape. So, okay, so would it be a good idea then to kind of talk to them in the beginning and give them the option? Like, look, if you want to, you're responsible for the yard. Um, do you, are you up for that responsibility or do we need to get a landscaper coming out here and let them know the cost or? Um, you could do that if you want to do that. If you're, if it's that concerned and that, that yard needs to be taken care of pristinely and you have an HOA that's just like in one little, you know, weed comes up you're getting Mm -hmm. you can do that but i don't think that's totally necessary okay um unless they're just like listen we're just not yard people and then i would say well then you need to hire i would put everything in their 
so, on their side, so you don't have anything to worry about. That's okay. the key. You want to find somebody where you turn your asset over They find their down. own landscaper. Hey, you're yeah. responsible for this. Yeah. Either you do it or right. hire someone to do it. That's up because to you. Because when, when you put it into the, into the lease and you say, okay, I'm going to take $200 for landscaping out a month, and then the prices goes up to 225 or 250 now you've got to come back and go, okay, guys, we need to do an addendum. Right. We, if you just well, say, then it feels more like they're home, too. Yeah. You so. take care of it. If you don't, then I'll have remedies you know, that we'll talk about in the future. But I, would, I personally wouldn't give them that option. Okay. But you could. All right. Good to know. Good information. I always appreciate you. Well, Heather, I'm excited because, I mean, we're going to be able to document exactly your anxiety, what you're going through. Yes, we will be know. back with another episode, I'm sure. Yeah. And More questions. And <laughs> as you get down the road and as you see and things come up, you'll be able to, uh, you know, to talk about it. And, and I'm a true believer that you really know what you're doing. But sometimes you just need someone just to say, yeah, like a second opinion, just to say, oh, okay. That is so you true. Know? That is what I'm going right. through right now. I just need right. some reassurance. Right. So we the difference between me and you is and there's not a lot of difference other than right now you just want someone just to say, yeah, you're doing a good job. And then when you buy your second rental or your third rental, you're not even going to come to me and talk to me about it. Right? Hopefully. <laughs> because you're going to be like, That's you're the seasoned. transformation I'm you're looking seasoned for. You're seasoned and, you know, and, and I've done this before. You know, I talked about my, my son and I um, rehabbing that Wilcox house. I didn't help him pick it out. I didn't help him buy it. I let you, you, you go do it, and then I'll help you. And, and really, he's not going to make a ton of money off of it, but what a learning opportunity. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's learned that you need to check the roof closer. You need to check the air conditioning closer. You need to check walls. If it's built in 1940, you need to check foundation. It has completely and totally given him an education. He, he bought the, the home for hardly anything. I mean, he can't mm -hmm. get hurt on it. But, um, you know, we go through and we learn lessons and we become better landlords. And we subscribe to podcasts like this. We look for things yeah. coming in the future. And we just make our adjustments. And, and right now, in 2020, 2021, we're making a lot of adjustments as landlords. But uh, I will tell you that you're ready to get into the best business in the world. You buy an asset, someone else pays for it. And, uh, and you still own it, and you get the appreciation, you get the tax write-offs, you know. You yeah, get the, we're so excited. You get the monthly cash flow, and, and so you're going to get a call every once in a while to fix the AC or this leak. For all the upsides, just remember you're going to have some of those few calls. Just take care of them because the upside is so big uh, being a landlord. So super proud of you. You should be proud of yourself. Thank you. And uh, anything else? No, I'm just, I'm excited. Uh, I know that I, I know a lot and I can't wait to put it to work and learn from you and other landlords. So uh, thanks for joining us today. We'll have another episode soon, kind of checking in and uh, see if there's any other questions I, I think of. So if That's you awesome. haven't already, make sure to subscribe. And thanks for joining us today. Yeah. And until next time, continue to rent perfect.